Welcome to Brand for Good, the show for purpose-driven leaders who want to build timeless brands and create sustainable impact. I'm Lorraine Sugart, former PR and marketing executive turned founder of the disruptive agency Prosper for Purpose. I've worked with some of the world's most beloved brands, and I'm here to help you elevate your brand identity, visibility, influence, and impact. Are you ready to brand for good? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Brand for Good. Today, I want to talk about leading with purpose. I've been an entrepreneur for 11 years, but prior to founding Prosper for Purpose, I was an intrapreneur for more than two decades. During that time, I reported to a few really great leaders, some not so great leaders, and a couple of terrible leaders. I learned from all of them. The essence of what I learned is this. The main traits of great leaders include having a purpose beyond profit and ensuring their teams are trained, empowered, and rewarded within the structure of that purpose. A purpose beyond profit is the definition of being purpose-driven. That term gets misused quite a bit by leaders whose companies do not have a stated purpose beyond profit but the market has changed over the past few years and these leaders would be wise to catch up. Let me explain. The pandemic left us in a period of great contemplation with 86% of employees surveyed believing that meaningful work is more important than ever and 84% saying they would only work for purpose-driven companies. Corporate leaders are getting the message. A recent survey showed that 92% of C-suite leaders believe their organizations would be more successful if they had a greater focus on purpose. Now for the irony. You see, companies that prioritize purpose actually do better than those that don't. Consumers remain more loyal to purpose-driven brands. A 2023 study by Deloitte found purpose-driven brands capture more market share and grow on average three times faster than their competitors. They also report 30% higher levels of innovation and 49% higher levels of workforce retention. In fact, purpose-driven companies provided shareholders with a 13.6% CAGR return on average over a 20-year period. That's three times their closest industry competitors and five times the S&P 500. So what is a CAGR? If you don't know, it is the compound annual growth rate, the annual growth of investments over a specific period of time. In other words, it is a measure of how much you have earned on your investment every year during a given interval. So now that I've made a pretty convincing case for leaders to, well, uh, lead with purpose, let's talk about how you can do that. First, of course, you have to have a business purpose, what I call brand purpose. If you don't, don't worry, I've got you. Start by asking yourself, why did I start my business? As a founder, purpose typically comes from your vision. Entrepreneurs are known for finding better ways to produce products or deliver services. We are problem solvers. So ask yourself, 
what is the change that you want to make, the impact that you are seeking to create, the legacy that you wish to leave behind. When I started my agency, my vision was to contribute to building a more just and sustainable world by equipping good companies with great marketing so they can achieve more impact. Prosper for Purpose creates brand strategy and implements communications for purpose-driven brands. I see us as the bridge that enables our clients to make greater impact by helping them tell their stories so that more people learn about them by their products or their services, or even decide to learn more about the impact that they too can make. So you don't have to have a world-changing purpose, just a purpose about the impact that you want to make that goes beyond profit. And then you need to state and implement that purpose. Ideally, your purpose becomes a thread that you pull through every aspect of your business. Your company's purpose statement should be clear, relevant, and compelling. It should become more clear through your company's values, your policies, and how you engage with the members of your team and your business. Now, to lead with purpose, you'll want to create a culture around that purpose. And I will use myself to illustrate what this looks like for me. As a business owner, I believe it is my responsibility to ensure the people I hire share my agency's values and understand how their roles help us achieve our purpose. I also believe it's my job to guide them and to provide the autonomy they need to fulfill their purpose in their work. So when you use purpose as a differentiator and you state it, you're going to attract people who align with that before they ever come to work with you. They're aligned in theory. Once you hire them and you've vetted them, then they become aligned through practice. They're aligned in theory and come to you to work with you because their purpose can somehow be fulfilled through your purpose. So it's been interesting for me to see this through the people that I have hired at Prosper for Purpose over the 11 years that we've been in business. A lot of them feel like they have a calling to tell good stories that will create positive impact. And a lot of them come from backgrounds where their families were leading businesses and had high purpose and positive give back to their communities. But there's always a kernel of something there that draws them to us that we can then help nurture and expand. So I also work to ensure members of my team have access to everything they need to do their jobs well and to feel aligned. And so for me, this includes flexible schedules and working for home. I know this doesn't work for everyone, but for our agency, it works really well. So by doing these things, as well as rewarding people for exceptional work or achievements, I have built a strong culture where people feel appreciated and acknowledged. 
your approach to creating a culture of purpose may look completely different, and that's okay, as long as it truly aligns with your purpose and is good rather than just looking good. So a minute ago, I mentioned that it is my job to guide my team and to provide the autonomy they need to fulfill their purpose in their work. Do your employees currently experience purpose congruence? According to the Harvard Business Review, purpose congruence occurs when employees believe their beliefs and values align with that of their employer without being forced. So that last bit is a little bit complicated, but really important because forcing purpose on employees, the author says, can lead to homogeneity, I'm not saying that right, which can increase groupthink and limit innovation and diversity. So instead, purpose-driven companies want to help employees better personalize purpose into their daily activities to maintain and nurture that sense of autonomy and innovation within their company. Before starting my agency, my career was closely divided between corporate and nonprofit work. Nonprofit employees never have to question their organization's purpose unless a leader is acting out of integrity. In fact, at my favorite organization, we actually used a servant leadership model. So if you don't know what a servant leadership model it is, basically imagine taking the average org chart and flipping it upside down, where if there's a board of directors, they're actually at the bottom and their job is to serve the executive director, the president, whose job it is to support the people who report directly to him or her, and so on. That's a very basic description of a servant leadership model. So well-documented research shows that organizations and individuals perform better when leaders focus on the team rather than themselves, and servant leadership increases employee trust, loyalty, and satisfaction with the leader. That all sounds great so far. On the other hand, nonprofits are often viewed as resistant to change. As a result, it takes them a long time to adjust to changing market conditions or giving trends. In my experience, the reason was often that there was a focus on building consensus. So in theory, this is a wonderful concept. But in practice, it often falls apart, and that's because leaders, even servant leaders, still have to lead. So the way that I see the main difference between servant leadership and purpose-driven leadership is that the servant leader focuses on serving, while the purpose-driven leader focuses on impact. This frees the purpose-driven leader to make decisions more quickly around the changes that will move the organization forward and increase the speed of impact. And when the leader has led with purpose and pulled that purpose through management and operation, teams are more likely to trust in the decisions and make the necessary adjustments to ensure the decision made becomes the right one. That is because having purpose at work informs their decisions and actions as well. 
It is what motivates them to do their best work. Psychologists have long agreed that perceived meaning in work positively correlates with both performance and trust in leadership. Leading people towards a common goal can be one of the most difficult but rewarding roles you can have. But it's good for people and it's good for profit. That makes it doubly worth the investment. Thanks for being with me today. Please join me next Tuesday for Brand for Good. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Brand for Good show. If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and leave a review so other purpose-driven leaders can find this valuable content. To learn more about building a brand for good, please visit prosperforpurpose.com for more resources and information on all the ways you can work with us.